Welcome to Feels Like Weezer, where we're going track by track, song by song, through Weezer's catalog, from the Blue Album all the way to Van Weezer. Van Weezer. I almost said Black Album. That's a oh, cool. right, oh, yeah. Yes. Well, we, just yeah, announced, got, just recently announced this past uh, week or so ago, as of when we're recording this. Right. Yeah. And Van Weezer album was announced, and they even put out the uh, the first song from it, first single, what have you. Which is sounding bitchin'. Super great. I loved it. Video for it too, even and the and the whole announcement of the tour next uh, summer. Hello, oh Mega tour with Fallout I'm, Boy and Green Day. How much do you think tickets are going to be for that? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, boy, that's. I I feel like I thought I saw some numbers, but maybe there were just people guessing. <laughs> yeah, well, they uh, yeah. they mm-hmm. go up for sale. In a couple days from us recording this, okay. they're already they should yeah. already be for sale. Okay, already. Wow, I, for I all should, of our go look then. ear listeners right now. Oh yeah, but yeah, for the people listening. Yep. Yeah. Okay, and by the way, who are we? I'm Eric Nash from Almost Famous Minute. Let's get right over. And oh so, yeah, yeah, so, so you, excited. I yeah, right. Well, I mean, Van Weezer was pretty exciting, uh, and I'm Zach Frankensmith. You can follow me on Twitter at the Informal Log. So How's do we want to talk about Van Weezer or do we want to talk about uh, Pink uh, Triangle? Which one do we want to do? <laughs> <laughs> it might be preferable to continue talking about Van Weezer. Uh, we got many uh, years ago until we're really, really done. Right. <laughs> the hillbilly. Um, we'll be old and gray by then. Hey, um, speak for yourself. I already am. <laughs> oh, well. You beat me to the punch there. <laughs> <laughs> Left your speeches. It was just a little, uh, I don't know what to say here. Um. Yeah, how's it going, buddy? Yeah, I'm pretty good. And oh yeah, yourself? The dream. Oh man, let me tell you, worked out my quads, <laughs> uh, lifting lifting some books. It was great. Um, what song are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, as you already mentioned, uh, Pink Triangle. Pinkerton? Uh, after our recording with Robin, I think it was, um, when he was like, oh, track number four, where you just like, oh, man, I don't want to do this, and it was Why Bother? I'm like, I don't know what that is, because I didn't couldn't remember the track listing in my head. Yeah, right, yeah. I grabbed the CD, and it's propped up, uh, so <laughs> I can see the right track there, listing. Ready? Yeah. Um, so yes, that is number eight, Eric. Uh, <laughs> and the third single as well yeah right well and I, the way i was reading it it uh, almost seems like it was like kind of like a half single ish you know it didn't right. like like it, it, it went out for radio airplay but wasn't really that easy to buy or something maybe the yeah case? they didn't they didn't do a, a retail single yeah. for this one um and the radio didn't really play it a whole lot because yeah. mm-hmm. you know oh no lgbt yeah. oh no <laughs> if, they were so ahead of their time if it right was t- <laughs> You, you just you well, just, and what's funny is, is that like, as long as you're not saying it in a negative way, which you know, right, in a way, right, right. it's a little, a little bit negative what he's saying. 
and that's the thing. It's like, like you know, it's really ahead of its time for you know talking about those you know LGBT yeah. things, mm-hmm. and then also like listening to it in twenty nineteen. We're just like, okay, we don't talk like that anymore. <laughs> but yeah, I this song. He's he's not saying, hey, she's a dumb lesbian. He's saying, I right, know yeah, she's at least... a lesbian. <laughs> Can we put that She's on a putting shirt? herself down. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, at least there's that, I guess. But at the same time, like, okay, let's 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 talk here, Rivers. What uh, mm-hmm. let's let's maybe not get upset because <laughs> you know the girl you like is a lesbian. And and and, and okay, so let's let's say it here. I mean, this this is very pretty famously, I think. And I think I think it's. I mean, for my own in my own personal way. When, when you know, a, a few years ago now, when I wasn't as into Weezer as I've gotten more so, and I haven't listened to this album as, quite as much, but I've, I'd heard things. And, and this was, like, the, one of the most common tracks to hear something about, and mm-hmm. it being delved into a little bit about how he's saying this, he's relating the story that actually took place to him, and he's changing some kind of facts around a little bit, you know, here and there, mm-hmm. but... The general idea is something seemingly the way he felt. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. When, when, when this when this event took place and when he was in college. Oh yeah. Well, and it's, I mean, in my younger days, it's happened yeah. to me as well. So you know, uh, again, high school Zach yeah. loved this album. <laughs> you know, it was because it it just there's so much that relates to that age range you know and i think that this especially is you know it's a situation that a lot of people find themselves in and it's just like uh you know and and we're seeing that in pop culture too it's it's becoming more you know like well don't be you can still be friends with this woman who is a lesbian Mm just you know like that's that's my thing you know when when people are like oh man she she broke my heart and it's like well she can't really help it you know (laughs) it's it's not her fault (laughs) well for a second there i thought you were almost gonna say and i almost thought to say jump in but with the idea that you find out she's a lesbian but you still got the hots for her anyway well see that's yeah yep it's just how, you know, like it, and it's weird, you know, it's like, that's especially how, uh, young guys are wired, uh-huh. you know, um, especially in high school. It's like, oh my God, when you discover that you're like, I just want to, anything that moves, you know, it's like, uh-huh. let's go, let's do this. But it's like, eh, let's just pump the brakes here. Let's pump the brakes here, Rivers. All right. Um, so the, the song in general, um, I mean, it's a pretty good song, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I think yeah. The, there's there's stuff going on in it that uh, is is very catchy and and uh, t- to the point that there's there's a song that has been been played in in my church <laughs> for for like the past this whole summer essentially. I think uh-huh. it was played like almost every Sunday, if not every Sunday, for just a little just it's a very short part you know short part of a song or a short a short song itself. Mm-hmm. Um, just go in or out of a certain prayer section or what have you, um, but there was just this one part where it's like, man, that sounds familiar. That sounds familiar. Finally, by like the fourth time out of twenty times now that I've heard it, 
I realized what it was. So then I definitely couldn't get out of my head the, the further 16 times I heard it over the course of mm-hmm. the summer, roughly. Um, but and what what the song is, I can't I can't even tell you. I'd have to right, 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 right. go back and look it up. But but I mean, it, it it is that I think that most you know that most cat the, the, the chorus part you know the melody mm-hmm. of that 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 uh, how he sings and and I th- I think I th- I think the you know the whether it's the chords and or notes that are played by probably guitar you know mainly guitar um, mm-hmm. are, are are picking out that melody as well but. Um, but the but the but the very from the, the, it's it's the very beginning you know the, the, the very beginning of the chorus I don't know that it's mm-hmm. the whole chorus but it's at least that definitely the I'm dumb she's a lesbian yeah the melody that goes along with that which that's the only part of the song that I like understood is the chorus you yeah, know? oh yeah like, well yeah and there's only little parts <laughs> just little couple words here and there throughout like the first verse especially mm-hmm. where I like that it. I can understand I, oh really second verse like oh uh. Maybe the second half of the second verse that mm-hmm. I, I got, but the first half, like the first four lines, I'm like, I I don't. I reading this for the first time, I'm like, oh okay, that's it. <laughs> that's what he says. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's got some. What's what I really like about this song, in particular, is that how the meter of how he's talking or singing is. Um, See a sweet and for in floral print. My mind begins the arrangements and how, how he does that. You know, I know that's you're breaking it out by syllable, but still, like, um, it's a it's it's just a really it's it's a really cool, um, meter. I guess mm-hmm. huh. I'm gonna edit that together to make it sound like I made a point there, but um, but uh, yeah, like this is the you know like earlier when I was doing you know, my research for this. It's like, this is the first time I actually found out what some of these lyrics are. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, like that, uh, the floral print and arrangements line, really, it, the first two lines of the first verse, the chorus, and the second half of the second verse, that's all I knew about this song. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Well, the, yeah, well there's something in the, in the second verse I'd really like to point out. Go for it. <laughs> so Do I mean, it. it ends with the "Everyone's a little queer." Oh, can't she be a little straight? Um, and that's yeah. and that's one of the main sticking points. I I feel like that you know a few years ago when when I kind of heard a, a, a maybe a similar you know not not podcast but something else on maybe on radio on NPR maybe or something I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, but so compare that. You, you you then you then look at the very beginning of this verse. <laughs> Might have smoked a few in my time. So that, for a little bit, you know, like, I mean, in, in coming to this recording um, and, and thinking about this song more and more in depth than I ever had before, that's for sure. Um, I wasn't totally sure if I was going to, I was going to totally take that um, uh, euphemism um, uh, for what it is. But, uh, you know, it, you know, I, I just finally, it finally dawned on me a couple of days ago. I was like, okay, it's, it's gotta be, it. it's gotta be, you know, he's gotta be talking about himself performing oral sex. Oh, for on sure. A, on yeah. A, on a guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, totally. Yeah. Having, yep. having a homosexual act. Um, and, and that's why he then talks about everyone's a little queer, you know, Right, because yeah. he himself apparently has been <laughs> a little queer. Well, you know, good for him. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, and I, I certainly don't begrudge it. I know there's <laughs> oh, so no, many no, 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 no. I, that I, I'm that sure. I yeah, are, are great no, friends. I, come on, Eric. We all know that. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a uh, it, it's. I mean, it's it's a nice little song. The music's good. Um, you know, I I I think it's that one song that everybody when we talk when you talk about Pinkerton, um, like this is. I think Mm -hmm. the song everybody talks about, I would say, um, it's the most memorable, I think for them. Um, which is funny because like the, the single just bombed, like Mm -hmm. it did not do well. Like they, they didn't even, they didn't release it for, uh, (laughs) you know, for, for retail and all that, but it's just, yeah, it's, uh, it's okay. Um, I think that it's, you know, it is problematic, but at the same time, like, what isn't problematic. I think it's the yeah. least mm-hmm. of the songs that are problematic, the least. So, hmm. you know, um, it's definitely no across the sea when it comes <laughs> to that. So look, man, I don't care what you do with your envelope. All right. Um, another, um, though here, another old, uh, cultural thing though, that I think we need to point out. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think you were talking a little bit about some more current cultural, you know, whether movies or TV shows and, and, and being much more, so much more LGBT friendly. But um, the, the, the one at the same time, I mean, it was, it, was, it was something in the air, it was a kismet kind of what have you thing. Um, and we've talked to, certainly talked about the, the writer-director before, Kevin Smith, um, with his movie mm-hmm. Chasing Amy that had essentially a plot line that, that fairly well was, was, was quite similar to what uh, what's going on here yeah um and they didn't know and neither of them yeah right what was what was it, going it, it on it took you a know, little think... while until after each came out until right yeah the, it's the, it's in, that's it's just that's interesting you know mm-hmm. i mean it's kind of like yeah you know the the kennedy lincoln thing those mm-hmm. connections where it's just a you know you put a thousand things together eventually yeah. it's gonna you know <laughs> you're going to end up with the same thing eventually, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's, that, that's cool though. Cause it's, and especially in, um, you know, 96, 97, when this was released, you know, like that was when we didn't talk about that kind of stuff, you know, as a culture, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I, I mean, I was four or five at the time, so I can't really speak too much to that, but, you know, looking at media from then it's, you know, you're using a lot of times the, they would use, um, homosexuality is a punchline, you know, uh-huh. um, instead of a, a genuine character trait, um, which I also find it interesting that Chasing Amy is the least well-received of, <laughs> of Kevin Smith's movies. <laughs> oh, is well, it? Uh, of the, uh, I don't know about least, no. Mm. Which, okay, maybe I'm thinking of a different oh, one. Oh boy. Um, the Mallrats is the one that bombed the most, probably. I would say right. of, of his, say his first two thirds ish career. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that had a very niche audience. <laughs> like, let's be honest. Yeah, Weezer fans and um, other mm-hmm. virgins. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, commercially, I, I feel like there was a lot more of a cult to um, Mallrats, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. Um, yeah, it's it definitely gained Amy? a lot of a lot more status, mm-hmm. you know, than than it initially had. Well, and now, like even in uh, um, Captain Marvel, Stan Lee's cameo yeah, oh, yeah. was 
a reference to Mallrats, which I thought was just amazing. Like that was a wonderful little little bit there. But um, yeah, because it was Clerks that and chasing and Dogma and chasing Amy. And if I remember right, everybody makes fun of chasing Amy. Or is there something else? Uh, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I went from chasing Amy to Dogma. Mm-hmm. Which, come on, that's such a great movie. Yeah, we. I mean, I think I think both of those really, even though there was certainly there there was there was the LGBT issue with chasing Amy. Mm-hmm. There's the religious issue with Dogma. But, what? But they both there is. <laughs> You know, and I think I think they both, uh, ha- you know, certainly got some people's ires up. Um, at I can't the time, see why. Uh, but they, I think they've right. gone on to to also, you know, uh, be uh, pretty pretty well regarded. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I would say even Chase right. and Amy more so at that at the time had a had a bit more better regard. Oh, okay. I'll say all, well, all three of these after post-clerks. All right, Zach, Those cut are... that whole five-minute yeah. section out. Um, <laughs> but at least around my household, Chasing Amy was always the joke. Really? It. You know, yeah. like nobody wants yeah. to watch that one. But um, So I guess maybe that just says something about my family. Jeez. <laughs> Terrible. You know, it, it, but I find it interesting that that's, you know, like mm-hmm. two two pretty popular things, um, you know, specifically aimed at uh, people who are kind of notorious for not being as accepting. You know, mm-hmm. you've got your, with, with this, it's, you know, young white men yeah, um, right. with, with Pinkerton. Um, and also your nerds with that. And then also with Chasing Amy as well, like Kevin Smith was kind of mm-hmm. like a nerdy director, you know. Um, and I don't know if you know this, but uh, nerds like to gatekeep people. Oh. Um, I don't know if you've, if you've ever been a part of nerd culture. Like, I'm sorry, you didn't know the name of all the Starfighters in Star Wars? Get out of here, you know. <laughs> um, you know, I find, I find it very interesting that that's, you know, like two two mm-hmm. directors essentially did something, you know, the same thing for groups of people talking about how it's okay. Marginalized groups are good people, sort of. You know, I I, I think mm-hmm. I think Pinkerton less so, but you know, I think it's it's one of those where you, if you read into the subtext a bit, he, you know, like obviously he's down about it, but. You know, he's, he's trying to reconcile it in his head, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I was saying okay. things there. Yep. We'll, we'll, we'll fix it in post. Do we um, want to move on a little more into the music part? Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. I, we have the killer solo in the middle, and then mm-hmm. I love the transition to it being a little on a fire side. Not, full, not, not quite as quiet, as, especially as the way it starts and ends. A little, mm. It's almost a Christmassy, almost the baby rock yes. you know, a little mixture yes. between the two things is the way it starts and ends. I just imagine like jingle bells in the background, yeah. you know. Uh, I mean, Pat Wilson on the drums during that little bit too. Oh my god, like the drums. I, I normally don't notice that kind of stuff, but oh man, I loved his little you know transitional bit there. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, the music is really good, and how it starts off that, you know, that really great, uh, you know, boing, I guess. <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, what you would call it. It's a, a note. The note he plays, you know, the right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, like that. Oh, that's so good. That's, to me, that's iconic. But, yeah, I, uh, I, you know, overall, you know, the music is, like like we've said pretty much for every song, like, if you don't listen to the lyrics, these are really good songs. <laughs> so so that's um, something I was thinking about, and maybe we should, I should, I just, I should save it for the, the Pinkerton recap episode. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we can, I don't know, mm-hmm. we can go yeah. for it. Okay, go for well, it. well it's, it's just, uh, what, what would your take be on someone, whether it's Rivers or someone else, you know? Not doing a, a funny parody re- redo on any or all of the songs from this album, you know, but more more mm-hmm. of a with with some lyrics that are, you know, more less misogynistic. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> like if instead of tired of sex, we do tired of sax and we talk about Kenny G. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Um, well, that's yeah, I would like be 100 percent there for much it. Like um, Weird Al, so. Right. Same, no, same away uh, from that, but you know, but uh, changing I, it to lyrics that are more normal, kind of updating it <laughs> to the to the to, yeah. you know a modern day. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think it would be much better, uh, <laughs> like, you know. I, <laughs> but um, overall, you know, I like structurally, the album is great. You know, mm-hmm. like the 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 music and all that is fantastic. But you know, you, you're right. I, I think that if Rivers were to go and kind of look at Pinkerton and what message he's trying to per- purvey, you know, because because a lot of the a lot of this album is about you know love and lust and sexuality. You know, I think now as an adult, he has a much better grasp on that. And so I, I would really be interested to see what he could come up with with that post, you know, marriage, mm-hmm. um, like how that would change his viewpoint. Um, because a lot of that, I mean, out of all of the stuff that they play live, I think Pink Triangle is the only one from Pinkerton they do regularly. But I don't know. I could be wrong about that. Um, I think I think that I think it would make me like the album a little bit more but i don't think anybody else would enjoy that would, would it be um, one one point in the rating or two or three or something see, that, you, that you'd automatically increase roughly really what it would be is it would just say pinkerton the zach edition yeah. in parentheses <laughs> on the side um but yeah i mean i think that it would kind of boost it up a little bit you know in esteem i think that i could then be at that point where everybody else is about Pinkerton, where they think it's so great and wonderful and everything. I think it, I could get to that point mm-hmm. if the lyrics were different. You know, I think that that's that's a big that's a big thing for me, especially. Um, but yeah, I mean, the music, like I said, is just top notch. Um, you know, I think that this is Rivers at his musical creative best hmm. wow. ne- until everything will be all right <laughs> yeah, okay. i was gonna say because everything will be all- it, it, it's just so good from beginning to end i never skip a song on it whites have be i, I will we'll get there 
I was, I was putting the the words together, letters together. <laughs> I don't know. You got anything else about this one, Eric? Um, I yeah, <laughs> I think that's really pretty much it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, do you have any covers? Uh, I I have. Uh, from the uh, source I've been using, no covers for this, uh, oddly enough, despite it sounding like it would be perfectly suitable, at least from the very beat, you know, the first five seconds and the last five seconds, suitable for the Rockabye Baby, but not mm-hmm. even that. Um, however, there's no there, great there, Christmas there, version of that. There is um, <laughs> certainly, <laughs> there certainly is um, one thing that was listed there. It's, it's as far as remixes go. There's uh, oh yes, there's a guy Tom Lord Algae. A L G E, algae, algae. Um, sure. <laughs> and and it's, it's Lord L O R D hyphen A L G E. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, and I, I I didn't seek that out, but uh, you know, that's that's out there for people to possibly listen to. Maybe I shall right. soon, but. Well, and there's an acoustic version of the song too from yeah. them. Like it's a live acoustic mm-hmm. version that was played in the high school. Um, it, yeah, so a student at the school won a radio contest to have them play. You know, like one of those things where, you know, like that when when they when Taylor Swift did that kind of thing where it's like, okay, if if whatever school gets the most votes, well, I'll, I'll go play at that. And then she uh, got voted to go to a school for the deaf. Oh, um, really? Did you hear about that? No, like no, that—that that happened a few that's, years that's ago. A, um, that's a funny little bit of trolling there, right? <laughs> you know, but I mean, and she ended up turning it into you know something positive. But yeah. um, hmm. no, apparently in this one, uh, in this version, you can hear like every time that he says lesbian, everybody's like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. you know, uh, because it's a bunch of high school kids. So, um, and that is on the uh, the promo CD that they did for radio so which is interesting that they put a live track for uh a single like that you know i don't know anyway maybe it's not weird but so what uh what's your rating buddy (laughs) um i i just think it's so especially that chorus is so catchy Mm mm-hmm Mm. I'm gonna give this a nine. Ooh, I like boy! It well, yeah, really? It's, it's, that, yeah, it's that's taking, the highest you've given this album, yes, isn't it? This album at this point, we'll see if if the next two tracks could possibly beat it. Uh, the next two tracks are pretty baller. Like I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I mean, they're no the good life, but. Um, I, against my better judgment, I'm going to give this probably a seven. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it, it is it is just such a great tune. And, you know, it's it's fun to sing along to. And, of course, you know, like, I can relate to it from when I was in high school and all that. And it's, uh, you know, it's, overall, it's a pretty good song. Um, yes, there are some problems with it. But, I mean, it's Weezer, let's be honest. It's, it's Weezer, you know, <laughs> pre-marriage, so. So that's uh, going to be it, I think, for this episode, uh, covering uh, Pink Triangle. Um, uh, we'll be back for Falling for You, coming up on uh, Tuesday. Buddy. Um, but until then, Zach, uh, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me in your nightmares. <laughs> um, 
I'm, why haven't we made that joke yet? That was terrible. That was a bad joke. But uh, well, you can we find are me. We are in October now, so. Oh, yes. It's scary month. Um, it's scary. Bigotry. Ooh. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at The Informal Log. I probably have changed my profile picture to something spooky at this point. <laughs> so, um, Or, you know, at your local library. And you can find me, uh, I have my uh, personal account, uh, at Lucky Mustard on Twitter, and Lucky Mustardine on Instagram. <laughs> and uh, I also have my couple other podcasts I, I have done in the past, Watch My Minute, but should be coming back here in just a week or two from now. Oh yeah, maybe. the HBO show, Watchmen. So we'll excited. do a little recap episode after each, probably have it out the next day or so after. Shouldn't, shouldn't, shouldn't take too long, I don't think. Um, Mr. Travis Bow and I will do. Um, but then uh, currently, you should also be able to hear uh, Almost Famous Minute. And, and where can you find that, Eric? Yes, you can find Almost Famous Minute and Feels Like Weezer on the Pantheon Podcast Network. It covers rock and roll in all kinds of forms, from uh, things like my that, my that my other show there, uh, the movie that deals a lot with rock and roll, rock music uh but then also uh things like uh there's there's the career musician that uh the the host over there delves into musicians that have uh uh, pretty strong careers in (laughs) the business not just not just your little jam bands and stuff right uh there's also the shout out loud cast which i love kiss and I, I think that uh, we, we really should try to do a crossover with them because, let's be honest, uh, I mean, Rivers was so influenced by Kiss. I think it's just a great opportunity. Um, also, I bring this up because uh, I moved a lot of books today. So, But one of the books, we, we you know those like, uh, so you're, you're at Target. You probably don't see these, but you know, the, the I call them bobblehead biographies. Well, my youth librarian calls them bobblehead biographies. They're the who is, what is, where is those books. Mm-hmm. Do you kind of know what I'm talking about? Not, not exactly, but I can, I okay. can imagine. <laughs> you can imagine what they look like. Yeah. Uh, there's one for uh, what is rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I flip through it and everything. And Kiss gets a whole section they talk about the Foo Fighters, Bush, Nirvana, oh. Soundgarden. Oh, oh no. <laughs> but no Weezer. Not a mention of Weezer. <laughs> and it's like, excuse me, you wouldn't have your My Chemical Romances <laughs> without Weezer. So let's let's send this back let's send this back to publishing here. Alright. Get your writer back on the horn. Um, so check out my book coming out, Who is Rivers Cuomo? Um, <laughs> but yeah. No, I, I, I find I get annoyed about that kind of stuff. But yes, check all of the wonderful podcasts yeah. out on well, well, Pantheon. Another, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you got another one? Well, the other the other one that, that just covered Weezer, Who Cares About the oh. Rock Hall? Yeah. You should definitely check out that episode from mid-September. Oh, oh my. And they're going to be doing, uh, there there is a yeah. Ratitude episode coming out <laughs> on... Uh, make it stop which is about bad music so probably coming out uh, right about the same time this is roughly yeah yeah take that Condra. (laughs) yeah yeah her episode's been released yeah take that everybody else thinks it's garbage stop liking ratitude it's not good
You can listen to this podcast and all other podcasts on PantheonPodcast.com. Okay, See, so, did, well, did you like that radio voice? Oh I did. yeah, it was wonderful. Uh, this is this is NPR. Uh, welcome to shocked. This American Life. I'm Ira Glass. <laughs> okay, so Ira, um, well, we'll be back uh, <laughs> next time with Fine for You. 